Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, Mount Calvary. Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. And we choose to rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, let's wake up this morning. Amen. I am going to be reading from Psalm 121 this morning. But I'm going to be reading out of the NASB. If we could all stand in God's presence for the reading of his word. Thank you, Lord. The Lord, the keeper of Israel, I will lift up my eyes to the mountains. From where shall my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. Let's make that personal. Everybody say, my help comes from the Lord. Amen. Who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. Say that again. The Lord is your keeper. Let me say that again. The Lord is your keeper. I got to make it personal. The Lord is Christie's keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun will not smite you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your soul. He will keep your soul. Come on, we can look back through some things, you all. We can lift up a hand this morning and know that the Lord has been our keeper. He has kept our soul. Amen. Hallelujah. Y'all forgive me because I got to make stuff personal. Brother Reggie's due to have surgery on Tuesday. We ain't shared that with everybody. Found a little prostate cancer. But I got to know that I know that I know. That I know that I know that I know. That I know in my knower. The Lord is my keeper. He done kept us through the years. He ain't allowed me to get here to 60 and then say, it's on you, Chrissy. It's on Reggie. No, the Lord is our keeper. Amen. Hey, God. Jesus, 
The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forever. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day, May 15th. You have kept us down through the years, but God, we're going to make it personal because everybody hasn't made it to May the 15th. We see in so many things in our nation today, but you are still Lord. All of us, if we haven't heard, we saw the tragedy of Buffalo, New York. We've heard that there have been one million people that has lost their lives to COVID in the United States alone. Every day, God, there's something. But you told us, that's the born again believer in your word, to take heart, to look up, for our redemption is drawing near. The coming of Jesus is closer than we've ever seen. And if it should be another 100, 200, 1,000 years, it's still closer than it was. So God, we thank you. We can look to you. We don't have to look to the hills or the mountains, but we know the one who created the hill and the mountain. And so we can give you praise today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, if we didn't wake up with a mindset to praise you, to glorify you, touch us right now. Because we didn't get here because we were so good. We just didn't put on little church clothes and say, well, I'm going to do my duty. No, we were assigned to the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church so we can hear the word of the Lord from our pastor. And that word is a keeping word. That word is a right now word. He told us last week as the prophet of this house, he's to declare some things over us. And it is up to us to take it and, and, and chew on that word and take you at your word. You are not like man that you should lie, nor the son of man that you should repent. For you are God and God alone. And we worship you. We praise you. We magnify you. So have your way in the midst of this service today. God, maybe somebody else came in here with a heart that was burdened down. Before they walk out that door, let them know, I got you. You don't have to fear anything. For the great I am that I am is with you. Somebody came in here sick today. Let them lay hands on their own self because you dwell on the inside of us. Hallelujah. So have your way in the midst of us, God. Be glorified in this house today. And we will give you glory. We will give you honor. And we will give you the highest praise. And all of God's people inside the sanctuary today say hallelujah 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 be glorified God
Greetings, Saints of Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church. May God's blessings be upon all who are present and those who are joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe Ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6, 4 states, Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that as like Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of our Father, even so we should also walk in newness of life. I am Teresa Mack, and these are our candidates for baptism. Ronald White. Based upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Michaela White. Based upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And let the church say amen. and adore you oh just want to tell you Lord I love you more than anything if that's your testimony would you just tell him come on I love you Jesus I love you Jesus that's it. Tell him, I worship. Just want to tell you. Lord, I love you more than anything. If you're breathing, would you give God some kind of praise today? what a wonderful savior he is he has kept us safe through another week he's allowed us to see the start of a new one and we are very grateful we are grateful well welcome 
If you are here worshiping with us in person or whether you're online, welcome. Let's thank God for those who have recently given their lives to Christ and were baptized today. We're going to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Y'all come on. And into his courts with praise. We are thankful unto him. We do bless his name. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Do you know it? Yeah. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. You know it. Come on, let's enter in together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. You're worthy to be Hallelujah. Hallelujah, you're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, you're worthy to be praised. Come on, I lift my hands. I lift my hands. I praise you, Lord. I bow my head. I honor you, Lord. I lift my hands. And I praise you, Lord. I bow my head. I honor you, Lord. Hallelujah. You're worthy to be praised. Sing hallelujah. You're worthy. Hallelujah. You're worthy to be praised. I lift my hands if you know he's worthy I bow my head I honor you Lord I lift my hands I praise you Lord I bow my head I honor you Lord and shout unto God with a voice of triumph he's worthy he's worthy come on sing hallelujah 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 sing hallelujah if you know he's worthy Hallelujah. Lord, we lift you up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we praise your name. Lord, we lift you up. 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 
Hallelujah. Do you know the Lord is worthy? Do you know the Lord is worthy? Give him some kind of praise. Wave your hand or clap your hand or shout for joy or leap or dance or do something. If you're breathing, come on. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We come to praise him. We have come to lift him. He deserves all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. God has been good to us. It is our good pleasure to enter into his gates with thanksgiving to enter into his courts with praise that's a flat isn't it y'all follow me you are here moving in our midst we worship you we worship you you are here working in this place we worship you we worship you we call him way miracle work promise keep light in the darkness my god that is who you are. Come on, call him. Promise keep light in the darkness, my God. Tell him you are here. You are here, touching every heart, touching every heart. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. You are here. Touching every heart. We worship you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You are here. Yes, Lord, we worship you. Tell him you are here, turning lives around. Yes, Lord, we worship you. Oh, we call him way. 
maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, way maker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on, let's sing it in part. Wait, wait. Wait, wait. Miracle words. Promise keep. Light in the darkness. My God. That is who you are. Come on, sing it again. Is he your way? Make your way. Miracle words. Promise keep. Come on, let's do it one more time. Say, Waymaker, Waymaker, Just look around. Look around. Just look around. There's proof all over this building that he's a waymaker. You're at home, you're on the computer. Let's look down at yourself. Find a mirror. That's proof that he's a waymaker. The fact that out of everything you've been through, you're still here. He's a waymaker. Hallelujah to his name. Y'all be seated. Hallelujah. 
I got some proof right here on the front row he's a way maker. Welcome back, Miss Roma. <laughs> Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. Hallelujah to Jesus. Would you keep Brother Herman Jackson in your prayers? Um, Reverend Herman Jackson, he's down in his back. Um, also, look, Brother Larry Jackson, he was in the hospital this week, uh, but he is home now, praise the Lord. He thanks us for our prayers, but would you continue to keep him in your prayers? Um, he, has, uh, he had a blood clot in his lungs and, uh, and COVID. Um, just continue to pray for him, would you? Is Bria here? Bria Oliver, is she here, Brother Pookie? She's not here. Um, if you see Bria or you're friends with her on Facebook, make sure you congratulate her. Um, reach out to her. She is a, what year is she? She's a junior at Tennessee State University, and, uh, and she made the dean's list for this spring quarter, spring semester. Congratulations, uh, Miss Bria and Brother Charles, and good to see you back, sir. Just a reminder, we will uh, be celebrating our graduates, all of those who have graduated from high school, college, or trade school um, since our last graduation celebration last year. Uh, we know that there are many who are graduating now or about to, um, or who graduated in December. This is for you, too. Um, if you would make sure you get your names into the office um, send us a message on Facebook or on the website or call the office at 937-268-6737 um, Brother Wortham would you see is Miss Nat out there? Miss Natalie? What, what's the deadline? Tomorrow? Okay, you'll have until tomorrow I assume at 6 o'clock when all the office staff leaves. You have until tomorrow at 6 o'clock uh, to get those names in. We want to recognize you next Sunday. I do also want to remind you that Holy Convocation is coming up uh, just around the corner. We are on day, I believe we're on day 27 of our uh, 40 days of fasting and prayer. Uh, 40 days of turning the plate down. Um, and telling our flesh to be quiet when our flesh speaks to us very loudly so that we can um, hear and align ourselves with what God is doing. We are not praying to make God shift to our plan. We are seeking his face so that there can be shift in us, all right? If you fell off uh, or if you hopped off, or if you never got on in the first place, it is not too late, all right? We have about two more weeks. Pray and ask the Lord uh, what food item or items um, you should give up, something that is going to afflict your soul uh, so that we can seek him with everything that we have. And then on, I believe it is May the 29th, um, the day after Memorial Day, we will start our convocation services. That's on that Tuesday evening at 7 o'clock. Um, we've got some 
great preachers that are going to uh, be here, uh, some great uh, singers that are going to be here as we worship together. And then on the first Sunday in June, I'll give the State of the Church address and, uh, and we will come together for our uh, Holy Convocation Sunday. Just wanted you to put that on your calendar. Also, you need to be looking forward um, a little bit to the Ohio Baptist General Convention. Um, it is the largest and oldest historically black Baptist organization in the state of Ohio, and I am honored and humbled to serve as the president of that organization, and so certainly uh, I would love to have Mount Calvary support when we have our annual session and our Congress of Christian Education coming up in July. It is the third week in July, and it is in Columbus. You'll get more um, information coming shortly. But I did just want to make you aware of a couple of things. Men's uh, Day and Women's Day, we're doing something a little different this year. Men's Day and Women's Day will be on Wednesday, July the 20th. Men's Day and Women's Day will be on Wednesday, July the 20th. And this year it is in the evening, 7 o'clock p.m. Um, I finally convinced some people that we will never get people who work if we keep having stuff in the middle of the day. Um, so to, to expand the horizon, um, we are having it at 7 o'clock on Wednesday, July 20th. I also want you to keep in mind um, the banquet, which is on Thursday, July the 21st, and, uh, and Mount Calvary needs to sell at least two tables of banquet tickets. Is it three tables? We're going to, all right, Mount Calvary's going to have three tables, so start putting your money aside. Uh, those tickets will probably be $50 um, if we can help it. We're, we're, Dr. Elder is in that fight. Um, and then finally, on Friday, the 22nd, I want all of Mount Calvary to head to Columbus. That is the night I'll be doing my presidential address, Friday, July 22nd uh, at 7 p.m. If you would keep those dates uh, on your calendar, I would sure appreciate it. Good. I think we're ready for the morning hymn. What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and grief to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. The words will be here on the screen to all three verses. Mountain Media is on it. Let's stand if you're able and let's sing together. All right, sing it out, would you? What a friend we have. What a friend. That's it. What a privilege to carry. What
That's it. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. What peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. And it's all because we do not carry everything to Have we trials and temptations? Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? Just take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrow Just take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden? Are we weak and heavy laden? Are we cumbered with a load of care? Just save yourself, our refuge. Oh, just take it to the Lord in prayer. Do my friends despise, forsake you? Take it to the Lord in prayer in his arms he'll take and shield you I will find a solace oh what peace we often forfeit oh what peace we often forfeit What needless pain we bear Because we do not carry Everything to God in prayer Amen You may be seated we are indeed grateful for those who have recently confessed hope in Christ and who have 
entered into believer's baptism Where is Makayla White? Did I say it correctly? Yes, Makayla White certifies that you were baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit on the 15th day of May 2022 at Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church, Dayton, Ohio. Best decision you will ever make. <laughs> oh, this is for you too, Miss Makayla. That's yours. And Robert, Ronald, I'm sorry, Ronald White. God bless you, sir. The best decision you'll ever make, I promise. Good. There you go. Where's your family, Ronald and Makayla? Congrats, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Tanise Williams, are you here? Tanise, there you are. This is presented to Tanise Williams in recognition of her successful completion of the prescriber requirements for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship. God bless you and welcome officially. Yes, ma'am. Do you have any family? Where's your family? Good. Congrats. Good. I think that's it. We are going to Psalm 16 today. Psalm 16. Since I'm serving as the preacher and the minister of music right now, I'm going to take a little uh, pastoral prerogative and invite everybody to become a part of the pew choir. Y'all know this song. Um, Ms. Rome, if I had known you were going to be here, I would have asked you to do the speaking part that you used to do back when I was a little boy. We're reaching all the way back. Um, hallelujah. Salvation and glory. Y'all know this. If you don't, you will in a second. Honor and power unto the Lord our God. All right? We'll show you how it goes, and you can sing with us. Come on, let's sing together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salvation and glory. You know that? Honor and power unto the Lord our God. Yeah, say that again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Salvation. The Lord our God is almighty. For the Lord our God is almighty. Yes, the Lord our God is omnipotent. 
the Lord our God. He is wonderful. Come on, say it again. For the Lord our God. Yes, the Lord our God is omnipotent. He's got all power. The Lord our God. The Lord He is wonderful. Good. Let's go back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, altos, y'all gonna start us off. Come on, show us how. And the Lord of Lords. He is wonderful. Come on, mid-range voices, sing with them. And the Lord of Lords. He is wonderful. All right, come on, high voices, sopranos, sing hallelujah. Show them how it goes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, sing with us, high voices. All right, come on, lower voices. Y'all ready? Sing with us. Honor and power. Watch this. He is one. Good. Do it again. and sing it.
Isn't he wonderful? Wonderful is our God. Psalm 16. That's where we're headed. Wonderful Savior. Starting at verse 1, reading from the New International Version of the Holy Scriptures, a mektam of David. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord, apart from you. I have no good thing. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night my heart instructs me. And verse 8, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Verses 1 through 8, focusing in on verse 8, I will keep, I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. You may be seated. King James Version says it like this, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Saints, I really don't need to remind you of the tumultuous times in which we live. But on the world stage, we watch and we wait and we send more money as a country that we do not have but cannot afford not to help as Russia continues to try to take over Ukraine. All the while on the same world stage, the threat of COVID still lingers. Nationally, we watch as our already divided nation now has something else to divide us as we wait and see what the Supreme Court is going to do with Roe versus Wade. We watched this week in horror as a racially motivated shooter killed 10 people at a grocery store in Buffalo. Buffalo. 
record high gas prices, high grocery bills, high inflation, rising interest rates are leaving many of us feeling financially depleted, hopeless, and discouraged. These are indeed some difficult times. I believe that these are the times that Paul wrote to Timothy about in 2 Timothy chapter 3 where he said there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control. I don't write this stuff. I'm just reporting it. Brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. That's what Paul said to Timothy about the last days. Having a form of godliness but denying its power. But saints, our response to everything going on around us, our response ought to be to keep our eyes focused on him. I've told you already that's our theme for convocation this year. Our eyes are on you. As saints of the Most High, we must make a clear and intentional decision to lift up our eyes to the hills from whence cometh our help, knowing that our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Because then, if we will keep our eyes on him, then we can say like David, I will not be shaken. And that's what I want to preach about today, just for a little bit, an unshakable confidence. An unshakable confidence. If you have the New International Version of the Holy Scripture, more than likely at the very beginning of this psalm, it says, uh, a miktam, a, a mektam, I think it's pronounced, uh, of David. Scholars really don't know what that Hebrew word means. Uh, there are some differing opinions. Some say that that word means a, a golden psalm or a treasured psalm. Others think that it is a musical term uh, for instructing how this psalm was to be sung or played. There are other scholars who believe that the term indicates just a meditation or a prayer. Whatever that term means, this we know that this is not the only psalm with that designation. Psalm 16 says a mektam of David, but also Psalm 56 has that same word. That's when uh, David is, uh, is, has been seized in Gath by the Philistines. Then in Psalm 57, that term is also used. It was written when David was running from Saul, hiding in the cave. Y'all remember that? Psalm 58 is also a mektam where apparently David is in troubled times again, right? And he must be in troubled times because he writes things in Psalm 58 like verse 6. Um, sometimes 
David, he, listen to what he writes. He's, he writes, break their teeth in their mouths, O God. Verse 8, he says, may they be like a slug that melts away as it moves along. Like a stillborn child that never sees the sun. Verse 10, he says, the righteous will be glad when they are avenged, when they, deep, when they dip their feet in the blood of the wicked. He had to be going through. Psalm 59 is another one written when Saul had sent his men to watch David's house in order to kill him. And then Psalm 60. All of these psalms were born out of distressing and difficult times. And I have a, 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 a sneaking suspicion that David is not the only one who has had or who is in the midst of some distressing and difficult times. And if you are not, I would say to you, as my mother and father have said to me all my life, just keep on living. So let's learn a little bit from David about an unshakable confidence. David starts this psalm with a petition. He says, preserve me, O God. For in you I put my trust. Keep me safe, O God, NIV, for in you I take refuge. David's request of the Lord is that he will keep David safe. Protect me, Lord. Cover me. And the reason why David is able to pray this with some confidence in the first place is because of who God is to him it's revealed in the text follow with me verse 1 David calls the Lord his refuge his hiding place David understands what's, what Proverbs 18 says uh, the name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous run into it and are safe uh, verse 2 he confesses Jehovah as Lord that is as Adonai my Lord my ruler my master and he says in the latter part of verse 2 in Winston translation you're the only good thing I got New Living Translation says it like this every good thing I have comes from you New International Version says apart from you I have no good thing New American Standard Bible I have no good besides you in verse 5 David says the Lord is his chosen portion and his cup and he refuses to drink the bloody cup of those who worship other gods. David intimates that God has been too good to him for him to follow other gods. Verse 7 David knows him as a counselor. He says you are the Lord who counsels me, who guides me, who leads me, who advises me. Even at night, my heart, a heart after God's, my heart instructs me. And because of all this you have been to me, I can ask you with some confidence, preserve me, Lord. Cover me, Lord. Keep me safe. Protect me. And may I suggest that if we're going to have an unshakable confidence, that we would do well to remember, first of all, who the Lord has been to us. Who has he been to you? Who has he proven that he is in your life? The place to start with trusting him with your future is to take a look at your past. I will say that again. The place to start with trusting him with your future is to take a look at your past.
Can I ask you a question? Has he been a way maker? A miracle worker? A promise keeper? Has he been your refuge and strength? A very present help in trouble? Has he been your Lord, your master, your ruler? Has he been good to you down through the years? Can you see where God has brought you from to where you are today? Has he been your counselor? Has he ever woke you up in the night speaking to your heart? Is there anybody in this room right now, anybody watching online right now who has some experience with the Lord that makes you confident when you call his name? He starts out with a petition, a request in verse 1. But then by the time the psalmist moves to verse 8, where our focus is today, his unshakable confidence is on display. And there are three elements to this unshakable confidence that David has. Let me show you those three elements, and then you can go on to your brunch or lunch or go on and eat. All right? Here is what it is. First of all, David speaks to his direction. To his direction. He speaks to what is before him to the way he will go. It's in the text. King James says, I have set the Lord always before me. Now you have to understand what David is saying here. He is not literally saying or implying that he puts the Lord before him or that he puts the Lord anywhere. Not like I have set him down in front of me. Um, he cannot move God's position. The Lord of the universe who rules and reigns over everything cannot be moved into position. May I say that again? The Lord of the universe who reigns over everything cannot be moved into position. That's why it, it grinds me a little bit. It, 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 it rubs me the wrong way when I hear preachers and prophets say God is getting ready to... Wait a minute. He's God. He ain't got to get ready to do nothing. He cannot be moved into position. But I like the way the NIV puts it. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. I cannot move the Lord into the direction I'm heading, but I can make sure that I'm heading in his direction. I keep him at the central point on my GPS. I keep him in my view. I keep focused on the Lord. I keep my eyes on him. And look at the way David says it. I have set the Lord always before me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. Don't miss that, brothers and sisters, because in this life, I'm learning, in this life, there are always distractions. There are things and sometimes even people in our paths who would deter and distract us from the Lord. There are some things, some people, some situations, some circumstances that could make us lose focus. Some things, some people, some circumstances that would draw our attention away from the Lord, that would draw our eyes away. You know the types of things, that bad report from the doctor. That bill that you don't have the money to pay that relationship that is taking every ounce of energy you have and still going nowhere that job that is taking over your entire existence 
even family and friends if we're not careful can distract from focusing on him but David said I have the Lord always before me that's why the writer of Hebrews said it like this lay aside every weight and the sin that would so easily get you off track and here's how you do it look unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith look at him and keep going keep your eyes on the prize and keep moving the first element of David's unshakable confidence given here is his direction he keeps his eyes always on the Lord but there is a second component of David's unshakable confidence not only does he talk about his direction but secondly he talks about he reveals his companion number two his companion it's in the text because he is at my right hand stop right there New Living Translation says he is right beside me listen when you've got somebody bigger than you are somebody stronger than you are somebody wiser somebody richer somebody more powerful than you with you there is a confidence that whatever comes your way even if you can't handle it he can <laughs> David has a companion he knows that he is not alone he is acutely aware that there is someone with him it's the very same companion that he wrote about in Psalm 23 when he said yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me you as a matter of fact you even prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and I really don't mind because you're there David has a companion and can I tell you something this morning so do you the Lord is with you I know I've told you this story before but according to my children I'm at the age where I start repeating myself anyway so here goes last year my family and I took a little vacation we traveled to Florida and we went by plane the plane was the vehicle to get us to our destination. But the problem is that one of my children who shall remain nameless, one of them in particular, does not like flying on planes. I mean, nail-biting, body-tensing, sweating, almost paralyzing fear. But daddy has something planned for her. Daddy has made arrangements when she gets to where she's supposed to be and so she just has to trust me and ride the vehicle that's going to take her to the place where I have planned for her to be so Lady Chanel and I, knowing that our child is really fearful about flying, we've tried a few different approaches. We tried keeping her up all night the night before, so hopefully she'll rest on the plane. That doesn't work. We've tried giving her Dramamine. It works for me, but not for her. Her fear keeps her wide awake. We have even tried giving her Benadryl. 
I'm sorry, Dr. Moncrief, I know it's not right. But that didn't work either. <laughs> There's only one thing that brings our child any relief while on the plane, and that is the presence of her daddy. From the moment we get on the plane, she's right up under me, making sure she sits right beside me. We put the armrest up between us so she can scoot in closer. And when turbulence starts, she'll grab my arm just so she can feel me and bury her face in my arm. Just knowing that daddy is on board may not make the ride pleasurable, but it's at least bearable until I get where daddy wants me to be. All I'm trying to get you to see is that you have a companion, you have a daddy, and you, you've got somebody who may not make the ride pleasurable. Oh, God. Because we thought that I've come to give you life and life more abundantly meant pleasurable. <laughs> no, it means overcoming, and you would not be an overcomer if you never had anything to overcome. I got some more news for you. You've got it better than David. David had to say, he could only say, I've got the Lord beside me. David could only say, he's at my right hand. But you, if you are saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. He's not just beside you. He's in you. You've got it better than David. You are his temple. You are his dwelling place. You carry his presence. Those who are at home, would you type it to somebody? Would you tweet it out? Would you text it to somebody? Text them, tell them, I carry his presence. If you're here in the sanctuary, find somebody's eyes and lock eyes with them and tell them, I carry his presence. That's why I expect walls to come down. Because I carry his presence. That's why I expect obstacles to move because I carry his presence. That's why wherever I go, he is. I've got his, I carry his presence. I carry his presence to the prayer line and I carry his presence in the lottery line. I can't believe he said it. Either you got his presence or you don't. At home, I carry his presence. In the store, I carry his presence. When I'm driving and somebody cuts me off, I carry his presence. In the doctor's office, I carry his presence. At work, I carry his presence. At church, I carry his, I'm not waiting for the praise team to work him up. I brought him with me. 
The Lord says, when you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. When you go through the rivers, they won't overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you won't be burned. The flame won't kindle upon you. That tells me my companion may not keep me out of the water. My companion may not keep me out of the storm. He may not keep me out of the fire. But my companion is with me. Wherever I am, he is. In loneliness, I've got him. In sickness, I've still got him. In distress, I've got him. In tribulation, I've got him. In persecution and famine, I've still got him. Even in nakedness and in peril, I've got a companion. That's why in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Because if God be for us, who can be against us? I've got a companion who gives me an unshakable confidence. David has that confidence because of his direction. He has that confidence because of his companion. But then finally, he makes a declaration. It's a declaration of his conviction, his belief. He declares what he is convinced of in his heart. He says, I will not be shaken. My brothers and sisters, life has a way of trying to shake us. Life has a way. Of moving the ground beneath your feet um, I don't I don't mean to sound I don't mean to sound glim I don't mean I don't mean to sound like I'm only carrying bad news but brothers and sisters you have lived long enough to know that you can be going along on your merry way minding your own business you ain't bothering nobody and life will come up <laughs> um i'm i'm sorry i've tried not to mention it for the past several weeks but um but when i when i watched it online when i watched it online what i what y'all saw was will smith walking up on stage and just smacking poor little Chris Rock that's who it was Chris Rock yeah what I saw was a metaphor for how you can just be doing what you've been assigned to do Lord help me Chris Rock didn't ask to be on stage they put him there they asked him to be there. 
just doing what he was supposed to do and all of a sudden somebody from out of nowhere and just came up and gave him an open hand smack across the face and isn't that how life is sometimes you just minding your own business you didn't put yourself where you are you've been put there you're just on assignment doing what you're supposed to do and out of nowhere out of nowhere somebody you love dies out of nowhere you get a pink slip out of nowhere you get laid off out of nowhere. Some start hurting that you didn't even know you had. But David said, I will not. I'm trying my best to. He said, I will not be shaken. I can't stop the ground from shaking. I can't stop life from smacking me. But the declaration I make is that I will not be shaken. I wish you would tell somebody right now, I will not be shaken. I don't know what's trying to shake you in your life today, but I want to encourage you, keep standing unshaken. Don't be shaken by what you see. Don't be shaken by what's going on around you. Don't be shaken by what may lie ahead. Don't be shaken by the winds blowing in your life. Don't be shaken by public opinion. Don't be shaken by the storms raging around you. I wish you would declare, I will not be shaken. This sickness cannot shake me. My children being out there will not shake me. The economy will not shake me. The Supreme Court will not shake me. Institutionalized racism will not shake me. I don't care what's going on around me. I will not. Let me give you a couple scriptures and I'll go on back. Psalm 46 says, God is my refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the sea, though the waters roar, though the mountains shake, there is a river, the streams whereof make glad, the city of our God, the holy place of his tabernacle. 
God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her. And that right early, the Bible says, thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know, your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly or stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law does he meditate day and night check this out he shall be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season his leaf won't wither and whatsoever he does it shall prosper somebody shout that's me I shall not be moved I shall not be moved I will not be shaken I shall not be moved I don't know what's trying to shake you up today but whatever it is you have to make the declaration like David did and say I will not be shaken I've got the king of the universe I've got the master of masters I've got the Lord of Lords I've got the king of kings and he lives on the inside so I will not I will not I will not be shaken I've got the one who made whatever's trying to shake me so I will not be shaken I'm gonna stand right here I'm gonna stand right here I'm gonna stand right here the Bible says a thousand may fall at my side and ten thousand at my right hand but it will not come near me so I'm gonna y'all help me preach this and we'll get out of here look at somebody in the eyes over their mask and tell them uh, you're moving too much you're doing too much you're saying too much stand still stand still this battle is not yours stand still 
and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still. Listen, I know I'm going to have teenagers all over this church and all over our e-congregation rolling their eyes when I say it, but I think the saying goes something like this, do less. Is that what they say? Scott, ladies. Is that what they say? Do less. Do they say that? Oh, say less. That works too. <laughs> I'm not going to be shaken. There's a I had an arbor. I got an arbor, and I'll, I'll tell you this story. And I'm, I'm done. I'm for real. This is this this is my third close. I'm a Baptist preacher, so you know I'm done now. I bought an arbor. Uh, I was at a used uh, a consignment store. I bought an arbor. You know what an arbor is? A wooden structure. You know, you grow grapes on it, or you grow. Uh, whatever you grow flowers on it whatever I put it uh, at the old house I put it going into the backyard right and the ground underneath it is not really sturdy and so I would I set it up and the first wind came and knocked the whole thing over and so I set it back up tried to level the ground off a little bit leveled the ground set it up the first wind came knocked it over I set it back up again I thought well maybe if I dig down just a little bit and put the legs of the arbor into the ground a little bit that I can keep it from blowing over and the first wind came and it blew over again what I ended up doing was going to get some rebar something that was stronger than the arbor and something that could hold up against the winds that would blow against the arbor. And then I took the rebar and I attached it to the arbor. And I anchored the rebar and because the arbor is attached to the rebar and the wind isn't enough to move the rebar the arbor still stands I know you've been trying to keep yourself upright and the slightest wind comes and you're down Maybe if I level the ground, maybe if I shift the dirt, I can stay upright. Slightest wind comes, knocks you down again. But let me tell you, 
there is someone that you're attached to that's stronger than you are and that's stronger than the wind is and if you're not attached my advice to you today is to get attached because as sure as you're breathing the wind is coming Come on, Minister Johnson, tell them how to get attached. Thank you, Lord. Give God praise. Woo. Mm -mm -mm. So if you're watching us online or if you're here in the congregation today and you need to be attached or reattached to Jesus, if you're here in the congregation, I invite you to raise your hand you're watching online, just type it in the chat and someone will be in touch with you. Mm, that, was a, that was a right now word. Amen. We invite you to know Jesus if you don't know him. We invite you into this kingdom right now. Not just to be a part of Mount Calvary, but to be a part of the kingdom of God. He's an awesome God. Mm. Thank you for his presence. Thank you, Jesus. Is there one? Everybody know that you know where you're going to spend eternity. We got to know without a shadow of a doubt. So everybody knows where they're going to spend eternity? Y'all didn't say nothing. <laughs> Jesus. Everybody know where they're going to spend eternity? You know that you know that you know that your name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. You have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. I ain't talking about this uh, uh, religion stuff on Sunday. We come in and put on church hats and put on church clothes and then we go home and do what we want to do. We better know that we know that we know that our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That we got a relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That Jesus is our Savior. Amen? So everybody's saved. Everybody knows they're where they're supposed to be in the body of Christ. Come on, this ain't no time to shuck and jab. 
You better know that you've been assigned to Mount Calvary and God has given you a work to do and you are completing that work. Amen, somebody. And then when you leave Mount Calvary, you're going over here to Kroger's or whether you are standing in the number of sign or wherever you're standing there, you better be telling somebody about Jesus. This ain't time to keep our mouths shut. It's time for us to, 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 we ought to say less, but we ought to let people know I am born again. And I know that I know that I know that my name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen. Say amen, everybody. Amen. Well, if everyone knows they are where they're supposed to be, let's give God praise for pastor this morning. Woo. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And now this is a time of giving. It'll be up on the screen, I think. Yes, there it is. We can give to Givelify. You just tap give and we're done. We also give by Cash App. And that's dollar symbol MTC ALMBC. The deacons will be here um, until 12:30. If you want to just put your offering in their hands. And is there one more way to give? Text to give. And we can text to give. 855-908-0710. Amen. So there are different ways for us to give. And so we give God praise for that. Well, I tell you, my plate is full. That, that, that mess. Ooh, that was good. That, come on, I see you, Roma. That was a good word for us. Amen. So, if all minds are clear, we'll stand to be dismissed. Our eyes are on Jesus. And before I read the doxology, I don't know about y'all, but I like keeping little index cards with me at all times, and I pull them out. God gave me this word. Stephanie remembers this. In 2007, I couldn't even pronounce the word, but the word was indefatigable. It means someone who is tireless, untiring, never tiring, unwavered, unweary energetic, dynamic, enthusiastic. And pastors right now work. We need to be connected to the source so we can remember who we are. And I pulled this out and I said, God, I'm a defender of human rights because I'm untiring, because I am indefatigable. And that's a good reminder. So I encourage everybody this week, Pull out the Word of God. Write it down. Put it somewhere in front of you so you can remember who you are and whose you are and what He has commanded you to do. Amen? If all minds are clear.
to him who is able to keep us from stumbling and to present us, and I'm saying us, because when we say you, sometimes people think what they're talking about us. But it says to present us before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy. To the only God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord, before all ages, now and forevermore. And all the people of God said, amen. Amen. Everyone have a blessed week. Be seated and wait for the ushers to come and dismiss you. Be encouraged. Amen. reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your finance